Good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission is to change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well, so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm very pleased today that I'm joined by my new friend, Dr. Wendy Nickerson, a psychologist, integrative health coach, and founder of International Health Coaching Enterprises located in Florida. Now, I read a little bit about you on your website, drwendynickerson.com, and I'm absolutely amazed at your achievements. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about how you became who you are, where you are really from, you have a connection to Nova Scotia, and what you do now. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Dr. Christine, for that wonderful introduction. And I feel very privileged and blessed to be on your radio show. So thank you for having me. And and yes, I do have a connection with Nova Scotia. I was born and raised in a little fishing village called Woods Harbor down in Shelburne County, Nova Scotia. And I lived there for the first uh, 30 years of my life before going on an amazing journey. And um, that journey actually took me from great despair, both, both physically and mentally, to teaching others how to live their best life. Um, both physically and mentally. So I just, I just have such a passion for this topic. I mean, it just, I get goosebumps just thinking about the possibilities and I just love to share this with other people. And I'm sure the people listening will love to hear a little bit more about yourself if you want to share what happened and how you actually developed that transition. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll speak in segments probably, and, and then at the end of the show, I, the listeners can put the pieces together. But um, originally, when I decided to go on this journey after a divorce, I went to the Annapolis Valley and went to Acadia University. And at first, they told me they could only let me take three courses at a time because I was a mature student and I hadn't really graduated from high school. And because I'd gotten pregnant as a teenager and didn't finish high school, and they really didn't have much. We don't know if you're really, you know, you're on welfare, you're on food stamps, you live in subsidized housing, you're, you're raising two kids. You know, you're not the great, you're, you're kind of a high risk. So anyway, they <laughs> did let me take three classes, and I was just fascinated with psychology. So from there, I went... um and stayed and got my master's. But before doing that, I had a serious accident and um, injured my vertebrae, L4 and L5. And for about a year, I was quite immobilized. My children had to put my socks on for me. And I was in physiotherapy. And of course, depression came along with that. Um, highly stressed financially, highly stressed in just every area of my life. And 
I realized that my back was not healing and I couldn't figure out why. And then I, I just had this like inner knowing, this inner feeling. I, I consider it to be my spiritual guide speaking to me, to be quite honest and telling me that I needed to get my mind under control before my back would heal. So way back then, that's been 30 years ago now. Uh, no, 25 years ago, way back then the seed was planted. Hey, your mind and body are connected and your body is not going to heal as long as your mind is inflamed with depression and anxiety. And so I started learning. I, first of all, I started walking long distances I, and I started working out and I started being more conscientious of what I ate so that I could control my mind, so that I could control all the negative uh, tapes that were replaying over and over again that had been fed to me from childhood. And slowly but surely, my back started to heal. I also realized that if I had a pet um, in the house, that that helped. I realized that if I was in nature, that that helped. So I started noticing what helped my mental health as I was taking my master's in um, clinical psychology at Acadia. And from there, I was accepted into a, the University of uh, Florida. Actually, it was the Florida Institute of Technology. And uh, to, How come you went to Florida and didn't continue in Canada? Yeah, a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because nobody wanted me in Canada. I, I applied to several uh, universities to do my doctorate in Canada. And... The, there was not the interest, but as it worked out, it was a blessing in disguise because I was actually accepted into a PsyD program to get my doctorate. And given the way that I think, that is much more in tune with me than a PhD because I don't have to do as much, didn't have to do as much research. And in addition to that, after I got in Florida for a while, I realized how beneficial the sun was and the D3 yeah. was to my mental health and gain another blessing in disguise. Now, mind you, there was a loss of my culture. There was a loss of everything that I grew up with, the familiarity of my surroundings. There was a loss of my family. But there was the development of understanding that there are many ways to live and, then, and that we get to choose the ways that we want to live. So that's, that's. That is why. a wonderful story. And I just can say, wow, I see so many parallels between our stories. We both went from adversity through adverse circumstances and realized that there's an intuition. And if we just follow that intuition and do what we feel is right doing, then we will become who we are meant to be and get healthy. And actually, that is one of the reasons why I wrote my book, Wild Women Never Get the Blues, uh, to, to let people know that when they follow their intuition and listen to that inner voice and follow their passion, that they're less likely to suffer with depression. As a matter of fact, in my own life and with all the clients that, that I've seen over the years, once they do that, the depression subsides. It's like if we dishonor our soul's mission, we get slowed down so that we can remember. I That's so one, agree. 
I so agree. Yeah, that's one way of looking at yeah. it. That's happened to me when I came to Canada. That was intuition that brought me together with my husband. And we shared that story earlier and talked about it, how unlikely it is that I actually met him. And I needed several reminders to finally realize that I had to follow my intuition mm -hmm. and not my reason like I was raised. Mm-hmm. So I, I know you were raised in adversity. Uh, I was in a middle-class home, so I, I was fed uh, physically, but not emotionally. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. a form of neglect too, but it, it is in a different way. It's not recognized much as such. It isn't, but yet, because it, because it prevents us from developing our own identity, it's actu actually, I consider that to be one of the most insidious forms of abuse. Sexual abuse, we can, we know what caused the trauma. Not getting the proper nutrients, we know what caused the trauma. But emotional shutdown or just in an, in acknowledgement of of emotion is very insidious. I remember always being told, Wendy, you need to not be so sensitive. When actually that was my gift so that I could tune into other people and be of assistance mm. to others. So yeah, I encourage everyone to follow their passion. And what happens is people come in their, in their line of life to help them in many forms. And I can just think of like, I remember in Florida, I remember having periods of time where I was um, really struggling. I had gone to Florida with $250 in my pocket, Canadian, and uh, my cat, and two suitcases, no job, no credit, no nothing, and no place to live, no car. And I remember many times throughout the four years of my doctoral program being homeless. And it's just like people just either needed someone to pet sit for them or they needed someone in their home and everything all worked out. So it was a lesson in trust for me. Mm. It was a lesson in faith and trust. So it forced me to develop a spiritual knowing that I wouldn't have realized any other way. That is fascinating and a great story. So you really were homeless and uh, how did you learn to take care of your own needs first because mm -hmm. we all have to do that to be able to help others right <clears throat> and so we all know with Maslow's hierarchy of needs that having a roof over our head is prime and that's what I always thought but I realized that my home was really inside of me and even though that I was homeless in terms of not owning a home or not being able to rent, there were always people around me who offered me shelter. And and even if I had to live out of my little vehicle that I was driving, I still didn't really feel that homeless because I finally realized that my home was inside of me. Wonderful. I love so. that. My home is the same. I am home where I am, where my loved one is. And the one I love the most is always we ourselves, of mm -hmm. course. But I do love my husband, my dogs, my chickens. And I'm <laughs> sure we have our favorite loved ones. Yeah. And I would love, after the break, to talk to you a little bit more about Florida. How did you fare in the latest hurricane, which will be about four weeks from now, uh, past us and uh, how you built your really 
enterprise that you built, which is an amazing feat. Thank you. And welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and I am with today's guest, Dr. Wendy Nickerson, a psychologist, integrative health coach, and founder of International Health Coaching Enterprises located in Florida. In the first half, we talked about that you, Wendy, originally are from Nova Scotia and a little bit about your story. Now, we would like to a little bit to know how did you fare in the recent hurricane in Florida? Now, today is September 13th, so it's just a few days old, and many people are left without power and great damage, so that is a sad case. Did you have to suffer any of that? I'm happy to say that I suffered just a little bit of roof damage and the lanai, the screening blew down, but my pets and the pet sitters, uh, everybody's safe, so I'm blessed. Wonderful, wonderful. Very yeah, blessed. glad to hear that. Thank you for asking. And of course, my listeners and myself want to hear about the enterprise you built from scratch, your health coaching school. Tell us a little okay. bit about I'll, that. I'll try to make this short, but give you the <laughs> pertinent details. Well, after I finished my doctorate in psychology, I realized that Client, although was, I was helping clients or slash patients, I, w I knew there was a whole lot more that I could do. I knew that just teaching them to think different thoughts, although it was helpful, strategies were useful, that, that I needed to expand. And so one thing just led to another. And I realized that the best approach to mental health was number one, early intervention. So the only way people would come early rather than waiting until they they got really, really ill was, would be if it was non-stigmatized. And so I developed an integrative health coach training program that focused on mental health that is an intermediary level of care between a peer support worker and a psychologist. One of the reasons that I did that is based on all the recent research that says that most people um, heal if they are with a mental health practitioner who is integrated themselves and has carries a high level of consciousness and mindfulness. What it does with the client is it ignites their own internal healing process. So I realized that I, it, I didn't need the 10 years of university to be able to help someone. All I needed to do was be mindful myself. I needed some of the techniques, but I needed to be mindful and integrated myself. And that would be so helpful. 80% of the healing would occur because of that. And so between the early intervention and the holistic method, meaning mind, body, spirit, and energy um, approach to mental health, 
is so much more effective. It's called using the biopsychosocial model of care rather than the biomedical model of care that I was trained in. And, and uh, it just seemed to make sense to me. So I developed this program. It's an online program, one night a week. Um, I teach the lesson for an hour and a half to two hours. And we cover mind, body, energy, and spirit approaches to mental health. And of course, this includes nutrition. It includes behaviors. It includes taking care of our energy systems. It includes having a connection with something much greater than ourselves. It includes teaching them um, how to help clients using mindfulness-based cognitive techniques, how to use some of Albert Ellis's work with rational emotive techniques. It teaches them how to recognize and treat suicidal ideation. Um, I teach them how to advocate for their client, how to really listen to their client and how to listen to what is not being said, how to use their intuition because their intuition can give them so much more information than what the client themselves can give them. Um, nutrition again, you know, we know that depression and anxiety is an epidemic in our, in our society along with um, dementia and Alzheimer's disease. And we also know that it's all about inflammation in the body and inflammation in the brain. So nutrition is absolutely so beneficial. Like just, just knowing that the omegas and D3 and B12 need to be in the body, regardless of how many antidepressants somebody mm-hmm. are take, somebody's taking mm-hmm. in order for the person to heal from, from depression and anxiety is crucial. Uh, the other aspect that I find very special about my program is that I teach them about the new kids on the block, the new children that are being born with extrasensory perceptions, you know, with the empaths and the gifted kids and the star children, the crystal children or indigo children, whatever we want to call them. They appear as being upsets in the school systems, in the family systems, but really these kids are incredibly good healers and incredibly gifted to our nation and to society and community and family in general. And when parents can realize that, and and I teach the integrative health coaches to help the parents realize that their children are really special. And, And if they will keep them off of preservatives, keep them off of food colorings, keep them off of meat, um, keep them off of sugar. Do not feed them McDonald's, these processed foods. Cheese fruits. <laughs> their children <laughs> will not be, have this diagnosis. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just amazing. So. Yeah, I've heard about children that are labeled with autism really being a heel in disguise. Mm. And I've seen myself turnarounds when they were holistically treated with the right diet and probiotics and, of course, the spiritual mental exercise and the parents have to. So that you do a very valuable job. Oh, my gosh. I I just get goosebumps Mm. thinking about it. Um, These children... 
these children are, are very divine and yet they are drugged and, and you know, and maybe in some cases, maybe oh, I'm not God. I don't know, but maybe in some cases they need that. Mm-hmm. But in most cases it can be controlled. You know, we know that love heals everything and the mm-hmm. lack of judgment and, and compassion is so healing. But one thing that is very beneficial for these children is to help them remember who they really are, to help them remember that they are more than just their bodies and that they are bigger than just their bodies and that they are here for a spiritual purpose and to help guide them to what that spiritual purpose is. You will see the symptoms of their disease, so to speak, um, decrease or fade away altogether. And so that's, I, you can see why I'm so passionate yeah. about, about this. And uh, I hope many parents that listen that have maybe a child labeled as mm-hmm. autistic or ADHD or anything like it realize that there are options out there. Mm-hmm. And when they are getting engaged, they can maybe work with an integrative health coach or with somebody like me and an integrative health coach and their doctor to really get that child back to normal and get get it the, the spiritual thing that they are meant to be yes they teach their ch- they can teach the the child to keep their spirit in their body so mm-hmm. to speak i know that sounds esoteric but there is research through heart math that actually um validates that um i was doing this work myself as an integrative health coach and I realized that there was such a need for it. I decided mm-hmm. I need I need to teach other people. And so that's another reason why I developed the program. Another important aspect of the program is the mind-body connection. You know, how our belief systems, how we see ourselves and our sense of safety and the world around us can actually causes, and I, and I depict the actual mechanisms that causes in the physical body, mm-hmm. cancer. Or diabetes yes or heart disease or whatever so so giving someone the medication is okay but it's not going to treat it fully if they don't change how they're thinking and change how they yeah. see their world and that's what i always say you have to go to the root, root. cause and then go from there and fix it yes and if you have a Pain in your toe, you can take Tylenol, but if the pain is caused by a nail, you have to take the nail out. out. Yes. And sometimes that is neglected. Oh my gosh. And, and most people think that to go to the root cause is very difficult and, and overwhelming. It's not. It doesn't have to be. There are so many ways to take the root cause, to take the nail out. Yes. Without it being painful. I agree. I agree. And, I just want to share one of my personal opinions that mm-hmm. that low fat craze that we had since the 70s mm-hmm. in my books and the development of those low fat uh foodstuffs I won't even call them food no. uh, that cause inflammation and uh, uh that and and devoid the brain and the cells of their necessary fatty acid I think that's a major cause of the epidemics of cancer uh, uh, dementia and other diseases, uh, and I really, depression, of course. Mm-hmm. And of course, those diseases were there before when we had a relatively better nutrition without all the toxins they introduced. But the increase, it's yes. not genetic, it's epigenetic. It's epigenetic, as mm-hmm. Dr. Bruce Lipton would yes. say. Yeah. And 
And it's so wonderful what you are doing about it. Thank you. I'm yeah. I'm so passionate about it. Yes. I, so let me ask you: How can somebody that is integrated, in, interested in becoming an integrative health coach, uh, how is the best way to take uh, get in contact with you? You know, this is how I like to do it. Um, if they would go to my website at drwendynickerson.com, that's D-R-W-E-N-D-Y-N-I-C-K-E-R-S-O-N.com, they will see uh, the Integrative Health Coach Training Program link. Go to that link. There's a, re a pre-recorded webinar that explains the program. From there, there's also an initial application form that they can fill out that's on the website and send to me. And then I like to talk with the person because I, I like to know that their passion is there. Yes. And then if they can commit eight to 10 hours a week for 15 weeks, um, and get certified as a integrate, as a registered health coach. And they can also get certified as a holistic health practitioner mm -hmm. through, through the graduation of my program. Uh, I'd just be delighted. That would be wonderful, and I hope many people take you up on that offer because it's a very valuable program. And this brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Dr. Wendy Nickerson and uh, didn't get her website, my email here is christine, C-H-R-S-I-S-T-I-N-E, at communityradio.ca and I'm always grateful for feedback. Thanks for listening to Healthy Alternatives and an extra big thank you to our producer Jim Francis. Thank I'm you, your Jim. host. Thank you, Jim. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday on at noon Atlantic Standard Time on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.